Preface of The Light of Egypt or the Science of the Soul and the Stars, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Light of Egypt or the Science of the Soul and the Stars, Volume 2, by Thomas Bergoni. Preface. These lessons were issued to a few of my pupils as private studies in occultism several years ago. The time has now come to give them to the world as a companion to the first volume of The Light of Egypt. It is the duty of occult students to familiarize themselves with the subjects herein discussed. They should know the ideas of our ancestors regarding them and be familiar with their thought in order to appreciate the sublime wisdom and knowledge of nature as taught by them. Otherwise we are sure to do them as well as ourselves great injustice. The history of occultism bears out the fact that there is very little that is new to the present time. The arrangement and classification of thought differs during each cycle of time on the different spirals, and, like the fruitage on lower rounds of nature's progressive wheel of destiny, variety and quality are diverse, so likewise do we find the mental manifestations. This age, however, is blessed with a great variety and abundance of thought in clear-cut language that should enlighten the races of the earth with Mother Nature's modus operandi in every department of human thought. We hope these chapters will aid to this end, and doubtless many students will find in them the key to unlock the mysteries veiled in symbol and hieroglyphic by ancient writers. The author's object has been to make plain and easy of understanding these subjects. Much, however, has been left for private study and research, for many large volumes might be filled if a detailed description of each subject were entered upon, which task is left for those who feel so inclined. A rich reward is in store for those spiritual investigators who will follow out the paths and lines herein mapped out on spiritual astrology, alchemy, and other subjects. Meditation and aspiration will open up hidden treasures that will prove a boon to occult students, for astrology and alchemy are the two grand sciences that explain the why and reasons for what we see and experience on every plane of life. In this age, there should be no concealing of these divine truths. We cannot hide anything in the air. And for this reason, the sun in Aquarius will unearth and reveal to man all that the present cycle has to give during the sun's passage through this airy sign. The watery sign, Pisces, through which the sun manifested during the past 2,160 years, gave up to man their secret powers and hidden attributes in steam as a motive power which man has completely mastered. He will likewise master the airy forces during the present subcycle of the sun in Aquarius. Already we see him using liquid air and compressed air as a motive power which will gradually take the place of steam as the sun gets farther into the sign or constellation of Aquarius. Men will become immensely wiser than they have been, and it is to be hoped they will leave the written record of their achievements in science and art to show to future races their status of mind on every subject, 
for the edification and enlightenment of coming races. Our ancestors were denied this great privilege. Consequently, their wisdom is only symbolized to us in a way that it is difficult to read and interpret correctly. Yet we who have the key to their symbols can read accurately the truth they wish to convey, which stands out clearly to all capable of understanding and interpreting symbolism and correspondence correctly. History and nature repeat themselves in every cycle of time. Therefore these forces and potentialities are natural to the sign through which the sun manifests. We can go backward or forward through the sun's zodiac and read correctly the history of the horary past, as well as the present and future, by bearing in mind the sign and cycle in manifestation at any given period. When the proper time arrives, a work will be given to the world to prove to mankind the law of cycles. God is present in all ages and races, manifesting His love and wisdom throughout infinite creations, and that He records, in His own way, the most detailed record of any event which takes place, thus giving to man a complete history of His works and will for man's enlightenment, so that he, too, may cooperate intelligently with his God in every way that intelligent wills to manifest. Prehistoric history is not blotted out from nature's laboratory. The astral book of karmic evolution will one day reveal its hidden treasures to a waiting world in such a manner as to surprise and enlighten mankind as the recording angels give up those gems of truth they have so jealously guarded for untold cycles of time, simply because the time was not ripe for its divulgence. There is a time for everything, and when that time arrives, all past history of our planet's evolution will be written in an intelligent manner for the illumination and education of man as the masterpiece of the living God. In this way, man will worship deity and perfect his God nature, even to angelhood. If this volume of The Light of Egypt meets with the same appreciation that was accorded the first volume, which has passed through four editions and is still growing in favor every day, besides being translated into the French, the author will feel that his efforts have not been wasted, and he trusts the race will have been made better for having read his writings. As this is his posthumous contribution to the world, the author wishes in this connection to pay a debt of gratitude and grateful recognition to his esteemed pupil and friend, Dr. Henry Wagner, who has so generously published nearly all of his writings. Without his aid and assistance, we would not have been able of ourselves to have given these works to the world. Therefore, honor to whom honor is due. Mrs. Bell M. Wagner has been chosen by the Masters as my spiritual successor and representative of the Hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor, and thus perpetuate the chain of outward connection between those in the realm of the higher life with those upon the outward plane. She is our choice and a most worthy one to take my place. I make this statement in this connection for the benefit of my pupils and hermetic students generally as I am being personated by frauds and impostors 
claiming to be Zanoni, verbam, sap. It is my request that a facsimile of my signature and symbol accompany this preface. Dictated by the author from the subjective plane of life, to which he ascended several years ago, through the law of mental transfer, well known to all occultists, he is enabled again to speak with those who are still upon the objective plane of life. The editions found in this volume, not in the original manuscripts, have been supplied in this manner. The two planes of life, the objective and subjective, are scientific facts, no longer disputed by well-informed minds, and the exchange of thought will become almost universal among educated minds during the present cycle. Hence, great progress will come to the earth during the next 2,160 years, while the sun manifests his glorious influence through the symbol of the man. Thanking each and all who have aided in any way to give my writings to the world, I am in love and fraternal greetings ever yours. Omnia Vincent Baratas End of the Preface Recording by Jill Preston